Welcome to another episode of My Sister Likes Terrible Movies. Uh, my name's Mary. I have a sister called Bridget. Hi. Bridget likes terrible movies. Loves terrible movies. Yeah, loves terrible movies. Loves terrible movies. I was thinking about this. I don't love movies because they're terrible. Like, I don't go to the worst rated movies, you know, just trash and watch it because You're not I one can. of those people who likes, like, the Ed Wood style, like, so bad it's good filmmaking. You're not, like, ironically there. Yeah. I mean, I do identify with So Bad It's Good. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, like, seek out bad movies. Mm. I just watch movies that other people write off, and then I find them fantastic. What happens so often is that someone will say, oh my god, remember that movie? Wasn't it just the worst thing ever? And Bridget will, like, say, like, The Green Lantern. Remember The Green Lantern? What a complete car crash of a movie. And Bridget will, like, turn around or peer around from another room, eyes wide, and be like, I love that movie. I'm always... See, that's what it is. I don't seek out bad movies because I'm always shocked when people say that the movies that I love <laughs> are, like, critically acclaimed for being bad. You know, yeah, just yeah, yeah. trashed by the critics. <laughs> and I'm just like, but what? Really? <laughs> no! <laughs> but I... Like, that happens to me constantly. Yeah, and my issue is not so much that I, like, I like have a super high-brow taste. It's more that bad movies really upset me. I find it really difficult to get through a movie where the characterization's bad or the script's bad. Like, it just kind of annoys me and bums me out. Like, I'll, like, be, like, wincing in the corner. It's a painful process. Yeah, you cringe. I cringe. All day. All, like, I'm, like, just wrapped up like a pretzel um but so the point of this podcast is for Bridget to cure me and to sort of yeah cure. exposure exposure therapy exposure therapy <laughs> <laughs> and so Bridget what will we be watching today today I've gone for Clash of the Titans mm. to change it up uh from the past two ones we've had which were quite uh, girly, girly, and sure, teenage yeah. movies. This mm-hmm. is more of an adult bad movie, I would say. <laughs> I would say definitely aimed at the kind of highbrow market. Mm. I actually got this on DVD. I'm not sure. I think I picked it up in Tesco's for like three pounds or something like that before I went to uni. And it used to be my go-to hungover movie when I was at uni. I would like lie in my bed and like hug myself <laughs> and like regret all of the night's decisions. <laughs> and then I would just watch... Clash of the Titans, and it would just take all the pain away. It was just such good, like, hungover, just reassuring nonsense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I haven't watched it in a long time, so I'm really excited to watch it today. But I was looking up stuff and it, on IMDb. It's got a 5.8, which puts it above um, uh, last Vampire, Vampire Academy. Academy which was which, a 5.7. Which I'm not confused at, because I'm not sure that I'm meant to be going up in quality <laughs> in this podcast. I thought my idea was to go down in quality, but... You know, IMDb doesn't lie, but I was looking up what other people had said about it, and when you said, like, um, bad movies make you sad. Yeah, yeah. And one of the reviews was, it made me sad to watch this. That guy sounds like someone I And then another review was, garbage from beginning to end. <laughs> so. I'm so excited. I know. And then, oh. but I was thinking, but it's basically, it's your classic demigod meets girl, you know, movie. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's everything right. you want it to be. But then, I was thinking, 
You have to go into this movie, Mary, with oh absolute zero knowledge of mythology. Okay, well, like it can it cannot work if you have any sort of you know predestined you know idea of what Greek mythology is or who the characters were, <laughs> <laughs> you know? what their motivations might be supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you can't you cannot compare it to any sort of classical Greek text. Because it doesn't obey those rules, Mary. It goes under its own steam. I'm pretty sure there's Roman stuff in it. Like, it's yeah. just, it's a mess. <laughs> but that's why I didn't realize that, like, looking online about it before this, like, it angered the Greek nerds. <laughs> it, like, it offended people. But there's some big names in it. Sam Worthington, mm. straight off of the hotness of Avatar, filmed this. Oh. I don't know whether he thought it would be kind of like, oh, I'll just film a little Clash of the Titans thing after Avatar. <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> I'll fart it out. Yeah. Mind. I'll just do a wee quickie. Yeah. Um, and then Liam Neeson is Zeus and Ralph Fiennes is Hades, which is brilliant. Yeah. And I would kind of watch Liam Neeson, Ralph Fiennes, Zeus and Hades. Just like, I would like a mini series of just sure. Them yeah. Doing shit. Yeah. Just then like bam, around. Yeah. 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 Enter yeah. and exit. Various demigod sons and daughters. That's that's a nice casting. You know, this is a remake of a famous... Um... No, that's another great gift I have, is not knowing when things are remakes. I think they're originals. Like, I had no idea that was a remake. Remake of what? A remake of a movie called Clash of the Titans. From when? From like the you, 70s. You it don't was... know it's the same thing. <laughs> no, it is. Because I remember reading about it, because the whole thing about that version of Clash of the Titans was that it was a really kind of seminal moment in stop motion animation. There's and zero animation. There is animation. Well, there's like 3D okay, stuff. And the point is that people were saying, okay, well, is this movie going to be as inventive with its effects as the original was? Mm. Like It's, it's not. <laughs> I'm not seeing the original and I didn't even know there was one but I know that this doesn't come up to scratch on any animation front okay let me let me tell you what I'm expecting oh yeah a grimly dull tromp through I bet Sam Worthington's face shows maybe three expressions I expect I have like no expressions because he doesn't show emotion yes <laughs> Okay. Well done, Sam. You're making it worse. You're making it worse than I thought it would be. I'm expecting a, a lot of names to be ticked off. I'm expecting it to be kind of totally nonsensical. And I'm expecting to want it to be half an hour shorter than it is. I think it's only like 90 minutes or something. I stand by what I said. <laughs> well... I'm just excited to go down memory lane. It's going to make me... I'll probably get vodka shakes watching it <laughs> by proxy. But um, just as a parting note before we watch it, uh, the director actually disowned this movie. <laughs> said, this isn't my movie. Oh my god. So if he if he couldn't even look at his <laughs> child after he gave birth to it, you're not mine. Take it away. <laughs> then what hope can we have to convince Mary that it's a good show? Bridget, one word to describe how you're feeling. Elated. Great choice of word. Great choice of word. Do you want Warm. <laughs> Itchy. One word to describe how I'm feeling. Oh, yeah. Uncomfortable. 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 Now, Mary is actually an, a type of English scholar. <laughs> so I'm not Mary sure. did I, an English degree. I, if she criticizes at the end any of the Greek mythology or any of the stories or classic Greek characters or anything like that, I will not be able to combat that or, you know, 
say that that's wrong or right because I have no knowledge. And that's why, I think that's the key to liking this movie. <laughs> is to not know anything about Greek mythology. Uh, well, Bridget, like, thank you for exposing your weak flank so honourably from the beginning. Yeah. Bridget's nodding there. And, um, well. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we'll see because, we'll see. I, I think you do know Greek mythology. I think I th- of cartoon Hercules. That is literally all I know. Icarus. I knew he flew too close to some, but I don't know who his dad was. Don't know who his mum was. Don't know where he was. Do you know? I, it's all the mums and dads, and mm, you know where a, people are from, and who people fought with, and sure, 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 sure. Like harpies. Yeah. You know, I like I recognize terms. Mm. Mm. Well, let's just watch it, shall we? Yeah, I think I think we'll put it on and. See how we get on. So, we just finished watching Clash of the Titans. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm feeling pretty tired and worn down. Bridget, how are you feeling? Uh, pumped. <laughs> I think the last time I watched it, I wasn't aware there was a sequel. And now I've got a, uh, what do you call it, a, something to do the rest of the day is yeah. watch the sequel, apparently. Yeah, Titans will rise the Titans. Something like that. Titans. Something. Titans. 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 Breakfast of Titans. Titans uh, 2. Titans 2. Things just got tightened there. Um, I... Okay. So, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, you sub it up. Okay. Clash of the Titans. Uh, uh, Perseus, baby, washed away in the sea, gets adopted by a fisherman's family. They raise him up as one of their own. Even though they all have English accents and he has an Australian accent and no one else in the film has an Australian accent, but it doesn't matter. Uh... Then the family are taken out by a rampaging Hades. Uh, Perseus gets kind of adopted by the Argosine army. Uh, Hades attacks their temple. He discovers he's a demigod. He's like, oh man, I'm all conflicted. I'm not a demigod, I'm a man. And the army's like, no, you are a demigod and we need you to help uh, protect us against the Kraken that Hades said he's going to visit on us in like 10 days. We'd be not like worshipping the gods and stuff. And yes, that's kind of on us, but at the same time, we need you to get it together. And Paris is like, no, I don't want to be a demigod. And then this one... He's just like, I can do it as a man. I can do this as a man. Not a god, but as a man. And Gemma Arderton is there, and she's like Io, and she's been blessed, or cursed rather, with eternal agelessness. So she doesn't, um, so she's been following Perseus around his whole life because she knows he's a demigod for some reason. And then she kind of shows up, and she has this weird thing where she sort of shows up in the corners of frame, and no one explains how she got, how she's gotten there, but everyone interacts with her like a normal human being. But she's like remained like shimmering pale and white when everyone else is like grotty and dirty from the travels. Anyway, so Hades is this curse that look, you're to find the gods. I have to be, you know, I have to come down heavy on you. Either sacrifice your daughter to the Kraken or the Kraken's going to destroy the whole city. Bye, bye. And a uh, time scale of 10 days or something? Yeah, time scale of 10 days. And Paris is like, nah, fine, I'm gone. want to. And they travel to Stygian witches. Stygian witches are like, nah, Medusa. And Percy's like, no, obviously Medusa. They go to the underworld where Medusa lives, apparently. Uh, they find Medusa. Pretty much all the rest of the Argosian men uh, die there. Uh, Perseus gets the head. He gets a sword that Zeus gives him because Zeus is like, yeah, my son, maybe. And um, 
Pegasus, but like a sort of like a, you know, the way Pegasus in the Hercules cartoons, white and kind of like a fluffy horse. Yeah, this is like a big gothic black horse. Yeah, Pegasus is badass in this for like a big serious, serious movie. And then it all works out, and then I shan't spoil the ending, but it is all works out. However, on top of all this is like a story of kind of the power struggle between the gods, and that's the part of the movie that actually doesn't kind of destabilizes everything else because at the start of the movie it's like Zeus wants the Kraken to destroy the town because he wants the people to start worshipping the gods again Mm -hmm. but he then keeps helping Perseus and Hades is going to use the Kraken to gain control of Olympus again but it's never really explained why we should care about what happens to Zeus because it's made like pretty clear that the gods are terrible to humans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The the whole thing that the gods need the humans' prayers and the humans' love, and now the humans are fed up, so the gods are getting weaker. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite cool. But then the I think it's quite you know uh, Zeus realizes that Hades trying to screw him over, so that's why he gets more like. Fine, 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 you guys, fine. <laughs> All is forgiven. <laughs> but they don't they don't tell you at the end whether the humans... Well, I guess the humans do turn around and worship the gods again because they want to sacrifice Andromeda, don't they? Yeah, but that's like because they're worshipping Hades instead of Zeus because that mad priest figure. It's all... It all gets a little kind of obscure and a little ridiculous. And here's the thing. This is a movie where giant scorpions explode out of sand. That's like, and then, yeah, and you know, the the hero kills one of them by like burrowing up from the inside. And that's a cool thing. And you kind of think, this should be like a fun film. And it's just not. Like all of the, he has this little kind of ragtag bunch of Argosian soldiers, Argian maybe, I don't know, but couldn't tell you what their characters were or who they were. They were all kind of the same and they all look basically the same and it like, all had banging hair. <laughs> all had, like, kind of wispy dreadlocks or something. Anyway, it was all... And it was, you know, a couple of, like, big names. There's a guy in Game of Thrones who's one of the soldiers. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He's, um... Uh, I can't remember the hand. The first guy of... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can picture him in my mind. And there's by... the baddie from Casino Royale. Mads Mikkelsen is one of the soldiers. But even, like, yeah. it, it feels... Nicholas Holt... Yeah, I wanted more. I guess I would have liked to see like something clearer from the gods, and then something. I, I think it's a kind of complicated story to cover, and then it's hard to build up the like banter. Do you know? There, there's yeah. definitely like they definitely don't spend very long, and they're like, "No, he's got to train and become the best soldier anyone's ever seen." No, he's got a little ragtag bunch of pals. Like they don't spend that long on the whole like guy like group of soldiers relationships or I anything like that. I think the issue for me was that there was lots of little bits of cool ideas but nothing ever really developed beyond oh that that looks cool you know. What do you mean the scenes? The, like the scenes you know and uh, like Sam Worthington. Mm-hmm. Questionable accent throughout. Questionable accent. Well I think they just it's one of those movies where they just decided on the first day like peep just go with what you like <laughs> just whatever feels comfortable because uh, Liam Neeson doesn't even have an American accent in real no. life he's from Northern Ireland. Balamina. And 
he has an American accent in the movie, while everyone else seems to kind of stick to their own accent. But also, I kind of feel like Ralph Fiennes just played Voldemort. Uh, yeah, he certainly has. He a was like wispy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And actually, I thought Sam Worthington, the boy who lived. <laughs> See, I wanted to kind of finish that movie, be like yeah, but instead I felt like ah, you know. Yeah, at that point, that's when you order a pizza and go back to sleep for a couple more hours. It's just, it's very like it's if I it's fun for me to watch because I don't enjoy any thrillers with any real suspense or stress involved. Like sure, sure. I get come over in. Cold sweats, I do not enjoy an actual thriller. Mm-hmm. So this is a kind of good introductory film for me. That I'm like, oh, there's a little bit of tension, there's a quest, you know, oh, God, look at all this action. I think but you I make a good to... point about um, uh, not, there not being that much high tension. The thing is, we didn't know the soldiers, so we didn't really care about them. Sam Worthington has spent most of the movie kind of glaring at the sky or at the sea so we don't really care about him and even his kind of bits of banter don't matter that much we spent more time with the gods kind of developing their characters Liam Neeson is so sparkly he's such a sparkly Zeus um his shining armor Zeus and Hades we kind of know what they're about but we don't really care about them because they're never in danger that much because they're gods yeah so if you see what I mean. Like, well, the people who... I don't I, really think about films in that way. I think he was sparkly and Zeus had very good entrances. Not Zeus. Hades had brilliant entrances. It was boring and it was cliched and it just didn't take me anywhere. And it should have been so cool and it just wasn't. But... There you go. But... I, Gemma, they had like little kind of horrible little cliches, you know, like the fight scene that turns into like a tender love scene. But there isn't. And like the training session, where by the end of the training session, the trainee has become the master. They're all friends then. And even the fact that Pegasus was this big gothic black card horse, because it's a serious movie. I was like, no, do something fun for a change. Kraken looked cool though. Kraken did look cool. I don't think... It's definitely not a funny movie. And, like, if you're looking for punchlines. I think it's, like... It's very hard to just... With that kind of a cast and that kind of a movie... To just turn around and be like... Oh, we're going to be completely serious. I think you're almost waiting for the punchlines. When you shouldn't be. You know, it's meant to be a vaguely kind of... Lord of the Rings style, you know, serious fantasy. fantasy. The the (laughs) thing is, you cared about everybody in Lord of the Rings. I... But... I didn't. You didn't. (laughs) I didn't. Mm. I don't care about anyone in Lord of the Rings. Mm. You know. Yeah. There's too many armies. Gemma Arterton is... Lovely. I enjoy all the women's clothes in this movie. I enjoy the men's dresses. There's a lot. Like, that is one of the high points of this film. skimming. Yeah, there's a lot of thigh skimming leather. A lot of bronzed thighs. Yeah, yeah. You get a lot of quad action (laughs) that you Um, don't usually get. Every time time they come on, I'll be like, Mary, thigh, thigh, I see thigh. And then the wind and, like, you know, the men's skirts are always... We, we live sheltered lives. Um. Mind you, if you ever watch Hercules the cartoon as an adult, there is a lot of thigh skimming. His, his skirt ripples in the wind too high for comfort. <laughs> Literally, if you watch it, it's so... You're kind of like, ah, okay. <laughs> Thought I was almost going to see something there, Hercules. Uh... I, I don't know where to go after that, Bridget. Uh, 
Well, then what was your, your favourite scene and what was your least favourite scene? My favourite scene would probably have to be uh, the bit at the start where Zeus kind of, where Zeus was complaining about uh, how the people won't worship it anymore and Hades kind of came in and was like, my lord... Harry mm. Potter rises. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Wrong script. I, I mean, going from set to set, it has been a confusing day. Just because, like, it looked cool and there was, like... Yeah, the yeah. Olympus bits are cool, aren't the they? The Olympus bits are cool. So sparkly. So sparkly. The gods are all kind of shimmery, apart from Hades, who was swathed in darkness. Um, um, My least favourite... Se- oh, actually, no, you know what? Not as fun as the... Whenever... Sharon arrived at the Cross the River Sticks. I really thought the idea of the ferryman's boat to um, the underworld being like several crashed boats kind of oh, yeah. stuck together. That's cool. I thought that was cool. And my least favourite scene was the scene with the witches because it was tonally all weird. It was oh. like a little bit trying to be jokey, but at the same time they were trying to be scary, but they didn't like look like anything really. I thought, I thought they were good. No, no, they annoyed me. And Sam Worthington annoyed me there because he has a little kind of, I'm going to try and back, keep your eyes on me, ladies. And then there's like a cut where two of the soldiers are like, oh, there goes Perseus always flirting with women who look like, <laughs> like have bullfrog sacks over their faces. Um, <laughs> it just was all like, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be scared or laughing or what is happening yeah, and I wanted more from that. The witches you can do, like, really cool things with, with the eye and stuff, but it just didn't, like... I think it, it came down to time at that point. They yeah. just had, you know, even the characters, I think, had, like, ten minutes there or something. <laughs> like, they, they couldn't... <laughs> the characters, like, we have, like, we have four days to, like, travel into the underworld and back out again, so... Mm. Um, there you go. Good. My favourite scene is probably... The dinner scene where the king and the queen, the queen's like, look at my daughter, she's prettier than any of the gods. And then Hades comes down and just reigns terror. Yeah. And he like kills the old queen. I love that. And my least favourite scene is probably the ending when they wash up on the beach and I'm kind of like, meh. Mm. I wanted, you know, he doesn't kiss anyone. No, no. No. You know? I felt felt for you that that didn't happen. There's no, there's no kissing. And no one kisses anybody. And, you know, he saves Andromeda, but I don't think he really likes her. No, no, no. I don't even think he really likes Io. Because Io's ageless. That's the whole point of Io. Yeah, there's a creepy bit where Io, like, is, like, smiling down at him as a baby in the start. And then they get all (laughs) kind of sexual tension-y later. And I'm like, (laughs) questionable Io. Questionable. But what can you do? Okay, uh... Well, Bridget asked a question. Oh, yes. Did it annoy you more than it entertained you? Is that how I phrase it? Did it entertain you more than it annoyed you? No, no. I was no. emphatically feel. annoyed by that. Feel. Failure. Feel. Your first, your first unequivocal failure. Yeah. How are you feeling after that unequivocal failure? I mean... Downcast. Yeah. Let down. You know, I just... By me or by the film? By you. By me. Yeah. You... I thought we had a thing going on here. <laughs> I thought you kind of got the gist of it. You were learning. You were evolving, Mary. And then I bring you... I, I mean, I think it was just too different mm. than the last two. I think you were expecting a comedy or you were expecting something with witty banter that you could at least be like... <laughs> well, this is like... Not quite that. Well, then this is, you know, uh, serious. 
you know, fantasy thriller. Mm. You know, and I didn't expect witty banter because I was, you know, terrified the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I think you, you might have, 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 Push me too too far too soon. Too far too soon. I think so. It was, We're it was, gonna have to take a step back. I don't know what I'm gonna have to go back to, but I I, I have to look. I think the thing about Vampire Academy mm-hmm. was that it was bad, but it was it set in a place that I was always going to have a lot of time for. Yeah. Whereas this movie is a kind of genre where I'm like, impress me. Oh, you okay. Know, you know? Okay. Yeah. Show me what you got. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whereas I'm probably the opposite when it comes to like a teenage youth adult movie I'm like show me what you got I've seen them all and when it comes to like a kind of Greek mythology thriller I'm like oh okay <laughs> I'll, mm, okay I, I see what you do I, I guess I'll accept it mm-hmm. because I've not seen much else I don't feel I can analyse this from the point of accuracy to Greek mythology. Um, I only, I'll only reveal my own ignorance. Okay. But uh, what the thing we were saying was that um, the fact that Louis Leterrier has his own movie, <laughs> yeah. there's clearly bits that were cut. There's like scenes where someone, you know, Zeus is in Olympus, Hades comes, Zeus tells the other gods to leave the room. You're clearly expecting like a big kind of showdown and like motive. Let's talk. Let's talk on our motivations. Let's develop those characters. Let's show people what's really going on. And then it's like two lines. Yeah, you know. Um, I just don't think of scenes as that. That kind of a platform. You expect a lot when two characters walk into your room. Well, I expect some the, the scene to be there for a reason. No. <laughs> no, it was probably just to show Zeus's sparkly armor again. <laughs> and then if you if you pay attention, he's got this eagle in the background, and like at the start, he like can turn into an eagle or something. But in a lot of the scenes, it's just this eagle in the background that just looks ridiculous. Like it's not even a, like. See, you do you do look at films closely. I didn't notice that. It's because I was looking to the left of his sparkly armor. I wasn't looking at the character depth or anything. It's just a little eagle in the background. I'll bridge it, bridge it, bridge it. We'll turn you into a film critic yet. To critique, to critique the medium, the medium of film. I will not. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, Bridget's first emphatic failure. Bridget. What? I like the movie. I still it's enjoyed it. On, you're trying to convince me that these movies are good. In this, Bridget... I'm trying to show you the movies I like. My sister likes terrible movies. It's I'm showing movies that I love. So, I still think it's great. I will still watch it when I'm hungover. It's just a nice little filler. You don't have to think about anything. And, you know, people... There's good wins throughout, which I think is a mantra that I enjoy when I'm hungover. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, the truth will out, you know... <laughs> Life will come, you know. I just, I really enjoy these kind of. Hades will be cast back into the underworld. Serious themes, yeah. The darkness will go away. <laughs> the bright will shine through. You'll probably wear a sparkly tunic at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These the are God things. Knows is coming. These are things I need when I'm feeling fragile. Sure. Okay, Bridget. Well, the humor would probably push me over the edge. I'd probably be like, <laughs> eh, it's unnerving me. <laughs> what what film are we going to watch next? Mm, probably now uh, Three Musketeers because I mentioned it a couple of times and it is funny. <laughs> Mary growls nervously. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see you next time 
for the Three Musketeers. Bye. Bye.